0: What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun.
1: I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. 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 Welcome, listener, to chapter 228 of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the piss-drinking vaccine police episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky,
0: Liv Agar,
2: and Travis View. So uh, I'm going to start off today's episode with a new vocab word I actually learned. It's urophagia, and it means the practice of drinking urine. I know there was a word for that. Okay. But um, now we know.
1: Travis, people have been drinking urine since the dawn of time, okay? Of course. You know, there's like four or five different words for it, I think, depending on the type of urine and the type of drinking that you're doing.
0: <laughs> the ancient Sumerians had, you know, 99 <laughs> different words for Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Now it's it's true that uh, uh, piss drinking is, uh, is an ancient practice but I would argue I'm gonna make something I'm gonna make a controversial statement is that there is really no good reason to drink your own urine now so, some might say well what about a survival situation? What about you're trapped in the woods, you're in the desert, you're dehydrated and you've got nothing else except your own product what about what about them? Well, you know, actually, I checked, and the science does not support piss drinking even when you are dangerously dehydrated, unless you, like, treat the urine with a process like reverse osmosis. The, the Army Field Manual for Survival, Evasion, Recovery actually specifically lists urine on its do-not-drink list, along with seawater and blood.
1: Well, unless you're Kevin Costner, you know, floating on a, a Hobie Cat in the post-apocalyptic uh, ocean, I think then you can drink your, your piss if you filter it through a snake skin, I believe, as what he uses i'm not quite sure
2: i i I can't recommend that particular (laughs) process i heard reverse osmosis that's what supposedly works okay but um today we're going to be talking about a man who uh feels compelled to drink his own piss for a very strange reason the false belief that it protects against covid Great. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about a man named Christopher Key, a.k.a. Vaccine Police. So he is a fascinating character who's been reported well by Zachary Patrizzo. So Christopher Key is an Alabama-based anti-vaccine activist who gained notoriety for traveling across the country and telling pharmacists that they'll be executed for giving people shots. Though he exploded onto the scene in 2021, he has pushed worthless cures and performance enhancers years before then.
0: So he's like also a snake oil salesman. He's got skin in the game here, so to speak.
2: This is true. He does benefit from people believing that mainstream medicine is no good. But as we'll see, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make anyone feel bad for this guy. I I, I think anti-vaccine kind of beliefs are very dangerous. But he's also kind of like a tragic figure because somehow he's managed to catapult himself so uh beyond even the uh beyond the craziest anti vaxxers that he's totally alienated himself from the conspiracist community
1: oh no who will who will take him in but before we get to that
2: story, I have to talk. We are we are recording this on Weed Day 420, which also happens happens to be the day that Daddy Elon on Twitter took away our blue check marks. Now, of course, I had one, Jake had one, the podcast had one. Liv didn't get one, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that. But uh, yeah, now now it's back to the old days, like we're anybody else. It was a um, yeah, well, it was weird. I never expected to get uh, verified. I thought it was kind of silly that they verified a fake name with a stock photo avi yes, sure and so uh you know back to the usual order
0: yeah Maybe yeah Elon yeah. was right the verified system didn't make sense if travis view mm. <laughs> travis yeah, view two Vue?
1: fake names one of them isn't even your middle name you know two fake names but verified nonetheless uh same with me although i used one real name That's And i true. am actually
0: a lizard so it's kind of fucked up i didn't get <laughs>
1: Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, that is fucked up. You sent in all your documentation. <laughs> you know the heat. The heat lamp proceeds. <laughs> true story. So my brother, my my younger brother and I, uh, we owned lizards when we were, you know, little-ish and uh, they were collared lizards and we named them Raptor and Natasha because I think Jurassic Park had just come out around the time so Raptors were very much in the forefront of my consciousness and Natasha, I guess for like Boris and Natasha maybe, we were Bullwinkle, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle fans growing up but both lizards, both lizards died very, very close to one another. One died died at a pet store while we were on vacation. So I guess she, she died at the ho- at the lizard hotel. And then the other one just like cooked itself to death on the rock. I think the, the problem was is we had a, um, we didn't understand the care uh, properly and didn't realize that you were either supposed to have a heat rock or a heat lamp. And I think we might've had both, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, sort of stacked on top of one another. So yeah, we weren't allowed to get lizards again after that.
0: He died doing what he loved, chilling. <laughs> relaxing <laughs> on a rock
1: yeah a perfect a perfect 420 death <laughs> <laughs>
2: I also want to touch on the recent leaks of classified documents by 21-year-old Jack Teixeira. He's an airman with the Massachusetts Air National Guard. And this is a very funny, very strange, very online story about a kid who got to be a like real-life version of Q for about two dozen of his friends on
1: Discord. <laughs> That's usually how things go. Whenever you do the coolest thing of your life, maybe a, a handful of people will be around to notice. It's, it's never what you imagine in your head of a sort of, you know, a global global, uh, you know, sort of praise. It's always just for a, a couple of buddies, some of them who you, you may have never met in real life.
0: It's for Clout and Thug shaker Central. Yes, that's never. <laughs> so
2: according to reports, this guy formed a uh, Discord channel with people he met online, some of whom are literal underage teenagers. And there was, they met based on their mutual love of guns and video games. And yeah, they gave this Discord the problematic name, Thug Shaker Central. And Teixeira posted under the name OG. And it was on this Discord that uh, he shared a bunch of like top secret documents he happened to have access to and they eventually made their way to other Discord servers and 4chan. This story is kind of like is fascinating to me because what, what sets it apart in the history of leaks is that the leaker wasn't motivated by ideology or material enrichment as far as we can tell. So he did apparently use some like anti-Semitic slurs and complained about government overreach. But there's no evidence that these views motivated motivated him to give the wider public you know, government secrets. He just wanted the teenagers he hung out with online to know he had access to this high-level intel. The Washington Post spoke to one member of this Discord server who spoke about him in much the same way that you hear uh, QAnon followers talk about Q. And this line I thought was really interesting.
0: The young member was impressed by OG's seemingly prophetic ability to forecast major events before they became headline news. Things, quote, only someone with this kind of high clearance would know.
1: You know, what's so fascinating to me. I I mean, maybe maybe this is what you were sort of getting at, Travis, is that like, you know, whoever was posting is QAnon, you know, was doing it for political reasons. They were, you know, maintaining that they were very, very high level, you know, very, very high level. And none of it ended up being real really. Mm-hmm. And then you've got this 21 year old kid who's like not doing it for political purposes and it's all real and it's all real intel. It's just like, of course, of course our reality is this stupid.
0: It reminds me a lot of the like War Thunder leaks. There's War Thunder is a game for like fighting planes and stuff.
1: Oh yeah, I've tried it. I've downloaded it a couple of times and tried to get into it, but not
0: not my bag. It's very like technical, like the, the people who have like are really nerdy about World War II fighter pilots will like be into it but like there's a forum where they talk about you know all of the nerdy war stuff and sometimes i think a lot of the times it's accidental people will be debating like some fact about the f-35 and then off clearance will be like that's not true that's not how the f-35 works and then they'll post what is like at the time classified (laughs) information about new military technology it's just like completely non-ideological leaks related to like impressing your boys on a forum yeah Much
1: more powerful, it turns out, than than any kind of political agenda. I think all politicians uh, in the USA from now on should really run on one principle, and that's impressing the homies for clout. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh my God, we would elect five or six presidents at a time if everybody was up there just just trying to chill and like, you, you know, you seem cool in front of the boys. I mean... Holy shit.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just also like crazy to me because, you know, it's like it's like there I think the obviously there've been like, you know, times in history where, you know, there are people who have access to high level intel who are, you know, who felt like it was so important to reveal government wrongdoing or government cover ups that they were willing to put themselves at risk of very serious prison time in order to expose these facts. Uh, you know, they had like, you know, they were they were standing upon a principle, you know, even a patriotic principle, it's like, you know, the people yeah. deserve to know these things about what the government is doing in their name and that can that can yield some like really interesting information but here's just it's not about that it's just people thinking you're cool this it's, and it, i think that just that this yields number one it yields shittier leaks because because you're <laughs> just sort of being indiscriminate and you're not really you're not really you know getting like you know giving people the good stuff and then on top of that you're like risking you know you're risking prison time for like i said for fucking clout you're risking the possibility that you're going to cool your heels in Leavenworth for a few years because you want your homies to think that you're cool. Uh, it's like I don't know, it's just it's just baffling how um, powerful the draw of online clout is now. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and and it's not like you know this isn't something that's planned. This is stuff that happens in the moment. Somebody says something that you know makes you want to push back on it because you have you know insider knowledge or you know you're you're feeling you're having a good day and everybody in the chat's having a good time. So you're like, hey, you guys want to see something really? cool you know i think people just forget i think the you know the the desire to fit in and to impress and to build oneself up far outweighs whatever commitment you've given to the place that is paying you money you know whatever institution it is you know that em- that employs you it's like there there was this uh you know long time ago long time ago julian and i did a video game podcast way way back in the day and we had this guy on who worked at like a major video game company like a triple a company and he came on to like talk about you know know, the game and the development and all of this stuff. And it was like a great episode. And we just had like best time and learned all of this, all all, all the stuff about this new game that was coming out. And then slowly, like over the course of the next couple weeks, he would like reach out to us and be like, oh, hey, can uh can you guys actually like delete that one thing that I said? Because I think I might be like breaking an NDA there. <laughs> and we'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 no problem. We'd like take the episode down, delete the thing, put it back up. And like a couple days later, he'd be like, oh, man, can you guys actually, there was this other thing that I said that um, I definitely 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 shouldn't have been talking about so if you guys could delete that as well that would be great and then like the last email we got from him you know where this is going because he was like yeah i think you guys are gonna have to take that whole episode down like i think i could get in like a lot of trouble and it was just it's so funny it's just like people don't necessarily always think about the consequences especially when it's stuff relating to this kind of like big company or this big institution that you're really just sort of a cog in anyways
0: you know a lot of people like who are working in these things find them cool like I'm sure this guy like some of it was information about like the war in Ukraine before things were released like I'm sure he was like in whatever weird right ring way he was like obsessed with all of the logistics for it and I'm sure everyone in Thug Shaker Central was as well Mm -hmm. I wonder I wonder if some of this the change in the kind of ideological framing of certain leaks from like maybe a decade ago where it was like this this incredible piece of information or of this horrible crime has has fallen on my lap like the people have to know to like whatever strange clout purpose is people are leaking things now might be because I remember seeing something about how like the Air Force is dealing with like an incredibly low level of signups, the American Air Force, compared (laughs) to like previous years. And if like Mm -hmm. ironically previous decades of leaks and information about American war crimes has kind of made a lot of the people that would be whistleblowers be like, I don't want to do anything in relation to the military in the first place. If some of the people in these positions are are a bit more, you know, because this guy seems like right wing edgy Mm -hmm. guy like if, if it's that type of person who is more occupying these positions now.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's possible. I think that, you know, I think probably a consequence of that, this is that when people start doing, or at least when the, the government starts doing a screening for uh, security clearances, they're going to check for clout chasing. You're like, oh, how lonely are you? How much do you <laughs> want attention? Mm-hmm. How much do you want to feel cool amongst your friends online? And it's like, it's like, if you're like, is this, does this seem like the kind of person who would like to seem like more, you know, hip and sort of like in the know by leaking some information to some of his friends.
1: Yeah, they're like, uh, and uh, Steven, how many hours of Counter-Strike have you played?
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you downloaded the new Hearts of Iron 4 mod about the Russian Ukraine war? Do you play it with your friends sometimes? That's always wild to me
1: whenever like a World War ii game comes out. There's like a, a bunch of people that like want to play as the Nazis. And I've always been like, yeah. you know, if it's a multi player game you see somebody else on that team you're like oh man you chose that interesting yeah (laughs) The main
2: topic of our episode today is probably the most aggressive anti-vaccine activist working. Most anti-vaccine activists, they're content with just posting disinformation about vaccines, or they might make books and documentaries. Now, if they're feeling really aggressive, they might go to, like, their local city council meeting and then, like, yell at the city council members, that kind of thing. But all of those anti-vaxxers are pretty weak compared to the man we're talking about today, Christopher Key, a.k.a. Vaccine Police. So, this is a man who has traveled from state to state bothering airplane captains pharmacists and even city council members in cities he does
1: not live in has he given himself the name the vaccine police is that his own sort of oh
2: has he he oh my god he produces uh yeah he produces he puts it on his shirt he puts it on his car he is uh he proudly embraces the label of vaccine police
1: I'm pretty sure I saw like a steam indie game called vaccine police
0: so we gotta look into that maybe he's behind that as well. It's always so funny, like, when people compare themselves to the police when they're breaking the law, like, <laughs> you know, like, it's like the, it's, I mean, maybe it's similar to, like, how a bunch of cops are obsessed with the Punisher, it's like, the point right. is that he's not doing the thing you're doing, like, yes. he's <laughs> not following, he's doing illegal stuff. Yes, the cops believe they are vigilantes, and the
1: criminals believe that they are the police. It's great. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now, something that's interesting about Christopher Key is that he's been a dedicated anti-vaxxer and pusher of quack medicine and quack sort of performance enhancers for many years. But most of that time, he's been pushing these views in total obscurity. I found a YouTube channel uh, from this in like early 2010s in in which his videos only got like hundreds of views. But the pandemic really allowed Christopher Key to like break out and uh, gain the notoriety he has today and even get like a small number of extremely dedicated followers On Telegram.
0: It's really interesting the guys who have been obsessed with vaccines for like decades, and then like COVID happens, and they're like, it's my time to shine,
1: oh yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like i've been I've been preparing for this for decades. Uh, it's yeah. like it is like everyone's anxious and wary and sort of even a little bit you know confused, so I am going to make this my time.
0: You're telling me millions of people have now had their brain broken in the exact same way that I've been broken for decades, yeah.
2: So Christopher Key, born 1973, he started uh, in a pretty conventional career in fitness. He studied kinesiology at the University of Alabama, and uh, he was a partner in a gym called Steel City Fitness. Now, some of the earliest newspaper articles I could find about him from like the early 2000s involve him like offering pretty conventional fitness advice, like dedicating yourself to an exercise routine and being consistent and sticking to it. Stuff that's very normal and healthy and stuff that you might hear from any fitness professional. But according to Christopher Key's own account, he developed his anti-vaccine stance after the birth of his twin children in 1999. They suffer from a rare genetic condition referred to as PKU. So this results in a decreased metabolism of a particular amino acid. Untreated, it can lead to very serious intellectual disabilities. But according to the National Institutes of Health with early diagnosis, proper treatment, and a strict diet, it's possible for someone with PKU to live with normal health. you next time. But it's not easy because it requires parents, you know, keeping their children on a special low-protein diet, and that just requires a lot of extra time and money.
1: You know, anecdotally, I have a story from my personal life that is that is very similar. Uh, a person whose kid was born, who was, you know, uh, you know, seemingly totally regular person, not not a conspiracy person or anti-vaxxer. Uh, when their kid, when their kid was born, they had some learning disabilities, and from then on, they became like a complete anti-vaxxer moved out of california moved to a more red state like follows weird q accounts on instagram like the whole nine yards yeah. it makes me wonder if people just like in an effort to just you know out of, out of you know the love you know the love that you have for your kid trying to find any and all answers you're going into forums essentially looking for other stuff and you're coming into contact with other parents who are also like yeah i i you know i think it's this vaccine and here's the research you know
2: yeah i mean yeah that's that's certainly possible like if you you know when your child Suffering from something very serious, and you even feel like the you know the conventional medical establishment isn't uh, right. as helpful as you wish it was. It's, it's, it's natural to like you know try and explore outside of that realm, and that can mm-hmm. leave you uh, being your really good prey for anti-vaxxers.
1: Yeah, because nobody wants to go. Nobody wants to admit that like life is fucked up and hard and random, and sometimes you know good people are you know burdened with you know some some kind of difficult medical you know condition or, or experience or whatever you know that's that's tough to swallow it's it's you know it's like any any conspiracy theory where the idea to find an explanation and to be, be able to understand why something is happening even if there isn't you know a sort of like widespread research you know on, on that conclusion
0: yeah i feel like one factor that affects this a lot is the placebo effect maybe less with like someone treating their kids but like it's it's frustrating if you have some sort of condition that negatively affects your health and you've just been going from like doctor to doctor and like no one's right. really finding anything and then you like suddenly like grasp onto this like kind of pseudoscientific idea and put so much energy into it and i and kind of like and put so much hope into it that like a placebo effect does affect your well-being in some way and you're like well this is clearly it and then all of those doctors actually hated me and they had the truth or something and they were concealing it from me and you yes. can you know it can go pretty dark
1: yeah my my soft uh rest in peace believed that um this boxed frozen <laughs> soup that you would get at the grocery store was like a cure for the common cold and and i still whenever i feel sick like to this day i will go out and buy this soup there's no science behind it but it's just that's how human beings are yeah it's one doctor after another it's it's we don't know or uh we have to wait and see and then somebody you know some other parent in a play group or an aunt or a grandmother goes yeah well i heard that if you chew on mint leaves uh it cures it within a couple of weeks you you know it's just that's that's how we are
0: yeah and you get those like a absurd ones when you're more desperate and and trying to believe something because you've written off kind of mainstream. uh, Medicine is an ability to help you. Yeah, it's tragic.
2: In 2000, the newspaper Birmingham Post-Herald reported about the difficulty that Chris Key and his wife
1: had for taking care of their special needs children. The Keys spend about $2,000 per month to feed both of their children. Their insurance company, like most in the state, won't pay for their formula and their prescribed foods. Alabama is one of the few states without a law to require insurance companies to cover the high costs of the special diet. Families must submit claims on an individual basis. Most are rejected by insurers, who often say they won't pay for a diet that consists of nutritional supplements, said Janet Isaacs, a registered dietitian at the University of Alabama. Quote, many of our families give up. Isaac said,
2: "In order to raise money and awareness about the condition, Chris Key and his wife started a organization called Keys for PKU Foundation. They intended to use the foundation to help families who can't afford to pay for the formula, to lobby for legislation to require insurance companies to pay for special foods, and to support research to develop better-tasting formula for babies with PKU." So, the story of this anti-vax lunatic starts with a story about a man who loves his children and was failed by America's barbaric healthcare system and yeah. dedicated himself to helping other families with special needs.
1: Yeah, it's like, and you wonder why what's built into a lot of the sort of like holistic health remedies or, or you, you know, the new new wave, new wave medicines is a distrust of the government. I, I, I think that, you know, that seems to be the, the sort of common factor in all of this is that, you know, it starts with feeling like, you know, the government that you pay taxes to, the health insurance that you pay a high monthly premium to, or it's taken out of your paycheck from work is, you know, basically useless when it comes to anything above and beyond your sort of standard regular care.
0: And it's sometimes, like... People that mistrust for government is like kind of McCarthyite neuroticism. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes people have really good reasons for not trusting yeah. that medical healthcare system and the government, etc. Even if they like, you know, go off the rails, as we'll probably see here. Right. Yeah.
2: Christopher Key says that he was especially protective of his children's health because of the, their disorder. And so he was highly skeptical when his doctor offered a normal vaccine regimen.
3: I said, Doc, can you show me a study? Can you show me a study that that schedule is safe? Because, guys, my background is in exercise physiology, kinesiology. I love doing research. My whole life has been about taking care of the temple. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was very well educated, but I only knew what i have been taught. Mm -hmm. And he said, sure, Christopher. They're all over the place. They're everywhere. And I said, well, Doc, can I see one? He said, right now? I was like, yeah, you're about to inject my children with this new schedule of vaccines, I've got to see the research, that that, that this is safe and effective. He said, well, Christopher, nobody's ever asked me that before. (laughs) And I'm like, well, brother, I'm asking you, because you, you, I got to see. He said, well, Christopher, um, I'll have to get that for you later. And I was like, okay, well, we'll wait. (laughs) You're not touching my children till I see these studies. Okay, because my twins with their rare disease, I had to test any and all things.
0: Can you show me a study is interesting because like I'm sure in like kinesiology or not, taught how to read scientific papers and there, there is just a general even in like some stem degrees a lack of any education at all about how to read scientific papers so i wonder if that would have had some effect if if he was like because i'm sure he has no clue how to read uh, academic papers which is why he's had this weird idea that you know the the scientific data doesn't support vaccinations i wonder if there was a change in education that we we might have seen some you know
1: well and i feel like even with the paranoia if the doctor produced a, uh, you know a study you know or a couple of studies he'd be like well and who what's the university of alabama research who is this who made the study
0: why are they qualified i want to know brother i want to know that's why a lot of people are surprised when like people working in hospitals are so anti-vax and it's like you get a week in like med school for like viruses like that's it like there's no education (laughs) right no there's no qualification here
2: Though Christopher Key is best known for his anti-vax stance, uh, that is only one part of his uh, rejection of conventional medical science. For decades, he has promoted several treatments that are not supported by the medical establishment. And uh, Key actually says that he took inspiration from medical scammers before him. Now, one of these pioneering medical cranks is a man with a fantastic name, uh, Royal Raymond Rife. So, King. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Royal Reif so I think he's uh, fascinating enough to get an episode on his own but uh, in the 30s and 40s he was a man who claimed that he invented an oscillating beam ray which he said could disable cancer cells in microorganisms which were responsible for disease so he basically said that he could just zap away all ailments so in his day he got some newspapers and scientific journals to go along with his claims but they were ultimately rejected by medical associations and mainstream science of course this rejection of Reif's ideas was attributed to a conspiracy by the medical establishment to suppress a disease cure. Another one of Christopher Key's heroes is Lynn Kenney. This was a man who claimed that he could cure cancer and AIDS uh, similarly by also using a ray beam emitter. So mm.
1: Popular. The beams are popular. You know, the beams,
2: they, they sound, it sounds plausible. Someone says, yeah. I'm going to fix you with a beam. I can't immediately
1: yeah. say no. They're like, but surely the beam, you know, cuts into me right and opens it up and you're going to have to stitch me back up. And they're like, no, 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 sir. The beam just, it's a... Sp- of light we aim it at an area and that's about it well it's gonna make me like nauseous and stuff right nope not at all uh, in fact very few side effects what well, you might feel a small tingling you know at the at the sort of uh, laser spot but
0: that's it so these guys are basically like anti-james bond villains
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah people willingly strap themselves on the table as the beam <laughs> makes its way you know towards their nether regions
2: In 2001, the FDA wrote Lynn Kenney a warning letter informing him that his beam ray claims constitute, quote, a serious violation of the law.
0: A man can't claim they have a beam that cures cancer (laughs) nowadays.
2: No, 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 apparently, apparently the regulators frowned upon that. Coincidentally, Lynn Kenney happened to live just down the street from Christopher Key's childhood home in Birmingham, Alabama. Christopher Key liked the work of these cranks so much that uh, he said that the people who have done the most for humanity are Lynn Kenney, Royal Rife. Nikola Tesla and Jesus Christ.
1: I bet Royal Rife is like he's not surprised with that comparison. He's like, well, yeah, I often get
0: compared to Jesus. <laughs> but also in this case, like, didn't his like life-saving technology get suppressed? Like, hasn't he not done that much? Like, maybe, Good maybe if the point. C- you Who, know the he didn't cover it up, he would have done a lot. Right. Well,
1: I don't know. I think Christ's life-saving technology uh, is basically can be found on you know the corner of every street in America.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, that's 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 why who was a much bigger success.
1: (laughs) Yeah, much bigger.
2: I have to say, in my line of work, uh, sort of like being vocally supportive of Nikola Tesla is a big red flag. Now, it should be the case. This is a guy who made actual serious major contributions to electronic uh, engineering. But whenever someone is a little bit too enthusiastic about the work of Tesla, it either means that, you know, maybe they're kind of like a nerd who likes the idea of his like rivalry with Edison or something. Or it means that he thinks that he invented like time travel and free electricity
1: right yeah, yeah they they love tesla for the technology that never came out <laughs> you know what i mean like nobody's interested in like anything tesla actually did that's like recorded <laughs> they're only interested in like
0: what was suppressed or like things that he had discovered but like were destroyed you know yeah, <laughs> to be fair to tesla hate like he kind of did pull like a kenny because i know tesla said that he had like a death ray and he wanted to sell it to the czar for them to win world war one which i don't think yeah. he had that i think that was I think that was a goof by Tesla. I
2: mean, you know, I mean, like, Newton believed in, like, alchemy and shit. So, I mean, oh, yeah. if you're if you're a scientific mind, you can go off the rails. That's
0: true.
1: You know what's so fucked up is that every time I hear Nikola Tesla's name, I only picture David Bowie because that's who played him in the film The Prestige. Have you guys seen that? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> of course. It's a classic.
1: Of course. Okay, classic. Yeah, all right.
2: Now, fortunately, Christopher Key didn't get started in the world of quack treatments by falsely claiming. To cure cancer and AIDS, uh, he actually started working for a company called Eight, and that's spelled with the number eight, then I G H T. So there's a number eight where the E is supposed to be. I don't quite get it, but that's how it's yeah, spelled. Yeah, I think
1: the pronounce. I think the correct pronunciation, Travis, is Eight I. <laughs> I <A'ight>? all
2: right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so stupid. Eight <laughs> I. All right. And what did the company do?
2: So they sold holographic (laughs) stickers. So the users of this product are instructed to tape the stickers to acupuncture points. And this somehow stimulates greater health. So this is clearly woo-woo bullshit. But uh, here's how the product was pitched in a promotional video.
4: Through acupuncture medicine, your body's able to retrieve information using holograms to achieve balance, harmony, and better health simply place the 8 holographic disc on the appropriate acupuncture point. Quantum technology then stimulates these acupuncture points. The body's biofield conducts the signals activating the body's acupuncture meridians. Just peel and stick.
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely insane. So that's pretty crazy, but it actually gets worse when you hear why they call the product 8. So they claim that the shape of the number 8 itself has some sort of healing effect. So this is some of the uh, the company's batshit sales copy.
0: Of particular interest is the number 8. It became apparent early on with machine testing that the number 8 had a positive influence on the body. And if the sign of infinity was added to the number 8, the effect was magnified. We then added an octagon around the double eights, and the energetic effect improved again. Eight then started doing research around the world and found numerous references to the number eight in every culture. Okay. (laughs) I mean, sure. The Chinese started the Olympics on 8808 at 8.08 p.m. to bring good fortune and success to the Olympic Games. So we lasered the geometric and numeric eight patterns in the center of all eight holograms, and the influence of eight is there for everywhere.
1: The idea that a hologram, which is essentially like a visual optical illusion, can have you know have any medical properties whatsoever is like donald trump level of science
0: and like we found the, the number eight in every culture it's like i hope so it's a pretty small number like it's gonna come <laughs> it's up like, it's like, you know
2: <laughs> you know we did some research we found that no matter where you go in the world people count things amazing <laughs>
1: <laughs> the funniest would be if he was like, I- I've looked into fifteen other cultures' languages. The numbers they go from three, four, five, six, seven to nine, and so, <laughs> there are very few cultures, in fact, even even utter utter the number eight.
2: According to a report in Sports Illustrated, the company 8 fired Christopher Key for exaggerating the benefits of its products. Now, I wish we had more details of what that was like. They didn't specify what this exaggeration because they're already claiming that the sickers activate the quantum field and the the number 8, uh, has energetic effects. So how, it's like, wh-
1: what did, what happens? Like, yeah. Chris, you're
2: going way off script. Don't, you gotta say that the number eight heals pain. You can't just say what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I wonder what claims he made that were like, you know, too, too far out there <laughs> for for eight. In the early
2: 2010s, Christopher Key got national attention as an athletic performance scammer. Which, you know, I'll say that's a little bit more honest work. So if like if you tell athletes that they can do certain things in order to perform better and it doesn't work. I mean, that's bad, but, you know, it's, it's still misleading people. But usually like the worst that happens is that they won't compete as well as they'd like to. So it's not as bad as like telling people you have a secret cure to disease and pain and it doesn't work.
0: I feel like athletes believe a bunch of weird stuff. About how their body performs anyways, you know, it's a wash. (laughs)
2: Yeah, right. You know, they're athletes, they're superstitious people. They're going to fall for something anyway, so, you know, (laughs) whatever. Christopher Key and a partner founded a company called Sports with Alternatives to Steroids, or SWATs. This company offered quack performance enhancers at a time when athletes were looking for an edge that wouldn't get them banned. So the NCAA, now technically they've they've tested student athletes for drugs since the 80s, but like in the 2000s, they started to crack down a lot harder on doping. And this included even testing athletes in the summer months. So it's not like they could like, you know, get away with like getting juiced in the offseason. and and just, you know, stopping when the time came for them to be tested. That meant, like, athletes were trying to find a way to, like, get an advantage without taking something like anabolic steroids that would get them kicked off the team. And that's why Christopher Key's company had an enticing offer. He said that, basically, they could get steroid-like benefits without cheating. For example, they claim that cell phone frequencies damage athletic performance, but this could be fixed through the use of these special holographic stickers that were placed on the body.
1: So he's still going with the hologram stickers. Even in the new company he is still going with the
2: hologram stickers to this day actually so <laughs> okay doesn't let it go
1: all right i appreciate someone who's stuck to their you know who's believed the same thing for the last 20 years it's kind of fucked yeah, up well. that they
0: fired him for believing in the product so much because i feel like yeah, that's that what what's true going on here. too
2: enthusiastic
0: <laughs> yeah. they were like you dummy we're ripping these people off come on <laughs>
2: The company also claimed that a special spray made from deer antlers could stimulate muscle growth because it contained large amounts of IGF-1, which is a natural anabolic hormone. Now, unsurprisingly, there was nothing connecting these claims to reality. Mm-hmm. Despite that, Christopher Key managed to attract the attention of serious athletes. In 2012, Key and his partner pitched their products to members of the Alabama Crimson Tide College Football Team, which won the SEC Championship that year, so he managed you get the interest of like some of the best college football players in the country in 2013 sports illustrated ran a report headlined snake oil for sale and the athletes who science be damned think it might work
0: so yeah it is like the placebo is helping these athletes who are like yeah, deer antlers move we run faster sure yeah
1: yeah, yeah who cares? they look at they think about a deer if you imagine a deer you're like it's fast it's <laughs> nimble you know, can get away from prey. And then you think about the antlers. You're, like, strong. It's from nature. It's gritty. You know, it's just, you could, you know, uh, run it full speed into a tree or a pair of another antlers that are attached to a opposing deer. You know, not all that dissimilar from a linebacker, you know, running into the, the opposition on 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 the start of a
0: play. Yeah, the way that the placebo effects work, like, he's selling the, the dumbest form of snake oil, and then, like, that's working for serious athletes it's yeah
1: the spray was a genius idea because if it was yeah. like deer antler drops that you have to kind of <laughs> like put four at a time on like your bald spot or whatever like I don't think that's it doesn't feel right but a spray I mean wh- <laughs>
0: how could you go wrong do you think this is like a gamer girl bathwater thing where like it turned out <laughs> that she wasn't actually selling real bathwater? it was just like water and it was like oh they won't notice like like who knows what sprayed deer antler like smells like yeah is he going to like PetSmart and and buying the antlers that
1: the dogs are supposed to chew on. I got a couple on the floor right behind me. And just like grinding them down, putting them putting them in water. I mean, that's what I would do if I were him. Easiest, easiest solution.
2: That report described how Christopher Key presented his solutions to the athletes.
1: Stocky and genial with short black hair carefully curled at his forehead, Key began by telling the players that there would be thousands of cell phones in the Superdome the following night and that frequencies from those phones would be swirling through their bodies. <laughs> They're going to affect you guys very negatively, Key said rapidly and with a twang. Key passed out his remedy for the frequencies, stickers, which he calls chips bearing holograms (laughs) of a pyramid. Key told the players that on game day, they should place the chips on three acupuncture points, one on the inside of each wrist before they tape their arms. The chips also come embedded in bracelets, and one over the heart. It's gonna help your heart have so much more energy, he said. Come the fourth quarter, you guys will not be gassed at all. Like the star of an infomercial flush with catchphrases, guys, this stuff is beyond real. Key also showed the players gallon jugs of quote-unquote negatively charged water, which he claimed would afford them better hydration because it adheres like a magnet to the body's cells. It's like the opposite of holy water. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Negative water. This water, it'll make you real mean. (laughs) (laughs) Real hateful. Uh, Then he held up a canister containing a powder additive to be mixed in water or juice that he said had put muscle mass on a woman who was in a coma and an oscillating, quote, beam ray light bulb that could, quote, knock out the swine flu virus in 90 minutes.
0: Why are they trying it on a woman in a coma? (laughs) Very strange.
1: (laughs) Very strange. Very strange example to give when uh, reporters are watching. Finally, he pulled out a bottle of deer antler spray, which also comes in pill form. We have deer that we harvest out of New Zealand, Key said. Their (laughs) antlers are the fastest growing substance on planet Earth. Because of the high concentration of IGF-1, we've been able to freeze dry that out, extract it, put it in a sublingual spray that you shake for 20 seconds, and then you spray three times under your tongue. This stuff has been around for almost a thousand years. This is stuff from the Chinese. Alleging that the NFL warned people players away from Swat Spray because it's a threat to, quote, Big Pharma. Key
0: boasted that Swat's is, quote, the most controversial supplement company on Earth. I didn't realize they were like ingesting the antlers. That's so much worse. Oh yeah,
1: that is. So I thought they were just gonna like spray it on their elbow or something. Yeah,
0: like perfume or whatever before the big game. Oof,
1: that's gotta taste rough.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, the the deer
2: antler thing uh, is bullshit. It doesn't work and um is pretty worthless. But actually, it gained some uh, fame after Chris Key convinced NFL linebacker Ray Lewis to use it to treat an injury. So
1: how did this guy even get an audience with these folks? I mean, this is. Well, this is insane! Insane levels of of access.
2: <laughs> well, I think I think it's it's two things. It's like number one, it's like he has like well shit. He has a degree in uh, what he's talking about. He has some experience working in the fitness industry. I'm sure he mm-hmm. met some college athletes as part of working in the gym. And right. then also he started making these extraordinary claims to be like, oh, I know exactly how to give you an edge. And man, athletes, if you if like if someone tells them that they have the secret to an edge, you know they're gonna listen. Mm-hmm. You know, I I actually found uh, Christopher Keys bodybuilding.com for messages from this era. So he made just five posts in 2011 before he was banned. And it's pretty clear that he was banned for spamming the same message over and over again. Mm -hmm. He pitched a product called Mojo Wristbands. And this is like basically a variation of the same like holographic healing technology bullshit. So this message he posted in all caps, Mojo Wristbands work. I can prove it. Email me. I will give you the proof or go to YouTube and put in Mojo Chris Key and check out the demo I did at Universe University of Alabama call me at and then he posted his actual phone number so <laughs> so uh, responses to this message uh, um, from other members of bodybuilding.com often included just the word what, "wat" w a t they were very confused <laughs> No, I think, I think this is interesting because, like, right now, Christopher Key, he's banned from Twitter, he's banned from Facebook, but it's important to remember that he's a veteran of being banned from web forums. He's been doing it since the early 2010s.
0: So, yeah, he's been in this, like, insane conservative kind of uh, fugue state for, like, decades that, like, conservatives <laughs> have just gotten into, like, following January yeah. 6th and, and like— uh, CoVID. He's really got a head start on all this.
2: He did, you know, he's like he finally realized that the rest of the country was on his level.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, it's like what they say about anxious people in a moment of crisis, you know, the, your 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 sort of level of anxiety that you're always at. And now the people around you are are, are with you and you and you can become their king.
2: Eventually, his business, Swats, uh, collapsed due to aggressive lying. In September of 2013, the Alabama Attorney General, Luther Strange, filed a civil complaint against Swats, alleging at least 264 violations of the Deceptive Trade Practices Act.
1: Hmm. Is this because they had 264 products? I I don't.
2: a judge issued a restraining order against the business and it was raided by the Jefferson County Attorney General and uh, County Sheriff's office and its assets were turned over to a court appointed receiver so they got absolutely cleaned out
1: yeah so it sounds like swats ended up being the ones <laughs> swatted themselves an wow. apt an apt ending to a unfortunately named company <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So though in the past couple of years, Christopher Key, he gained some notoriety for being a nuisance to people over vaccines, but this is behavior he has engaged in for over a decade. So in Alabama, one can get an exemption from vaccine requirements if the vaccination conflicts with sincerely held religious beliefs. In 2012, Key posted a video of himself leaving the Shelby County Health Department in Alabama after asking for a stack of these medical exemption forms. And in the video, he recounts an exchange he had with a clerk there.
3: I asked her, would she please give me 20 more forms um, to take back to anybody that did not want to get immunized? And she said, no, sir, I cannot. Um, I cannot and I will not. And I said, why? And she said, well, you've been inconvenient, haven't you? I said, yes, ma'am, I have. Um, She said, well, they'll have to be inconvenient also. I said, that's not right. You You know, why can't you make this simple? Give me the forms so that I can take these people back to form so they don't have to take the shots. And she said, it's policy. And I said, okay, ma'am, if it's policy, will you show me the policy? And that's when she kind of said, no, sir, I don't have to show you that. I've taken all the time I want to take with you, and you need to have a blessed day. Um, Very interesting.
1: He's like, I will definitely have a blessed day, okay? Even if I am walking away without an additional 30 forms.
0: I was expecting that to be more public freak out Yeah, a little bit more confrontational. Maybe this escalates later.
2: Yeah, it does. He, get, he gets increasingly, I guess, belligerent. But I, have to, but I just want to emphasize that the belligerence was always there. It just, uh, I guess, like you know, made him who he is thanks to the pandemic. Right. At some point during the pandemic, he created the Vaccine Police Persona. So this has included a polo shirt with the words Vaccine Police and a fake badge that dangles around his neck. So I'm not sure when he exactly decided to be the Vaccine Police, but he registered his website VaccinePolice.com in June of 2021. I got a picture there for you.
1: Yeah, he's got, he's looking happy, happier than ever. There is a young blonde woman uh, hanging on his shoulder. He is wearing a Right. Badge and a uniform uh, that says "vaccine police" uh, on the mm. front left breast pocket,
0: and just looking generally happy and cut, you know. This is like if police uniforms were like designed by an extremely like gay man in Florida. <laughs> I would describe <laughs> yes,
1: this, this. This man is at a gay Halloween party. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Christopher Key went public with his vaccine police persona in August of 2021. There, uh, he and six of his followers traveled to Springfield, Missouri. He went there after being invited to a rally protesting the Springfield-based Mercy Hospital's COVID-19 vaccine mandates. He and his followers also went to a Springfield Walmart where he repeatedly told the pharmacists there that they would be executed for their crimes against humanity. He warned that the pharmacists were violating the Nuremberg Code uh, by administering COVID-19 vaccines. Now, this caused the workers to close the pharmacy for their own protection. I tried to get the full video of this, but it's been... uh, been, I could only find small clips. It's been scrubbed. Like I said, his Facebook has been taken down.
1: Damn, that's gotta suck so bad if you're a pharmacist. Like, you're already... Dealing with people who are like who are like oh the spray isn't in there my but my insurance should have called my doctor should have called or people being like oh well my insurance is supposed to pay for this but it's three hundred dollars I don't and then they've got a guy who's coming in being like you're gonna be executed for crimes against humanity it's like I would close down too that's a half day as far as I'm concerned
0: this is definitely (laughs) Punisher energy he's taking the law
1: into his own hands (laughs) yeah in his like mesh vaccine police. (laughs)
2: The day after that, uh, Chris Key filmed himself confronting Steve Edwards, the president and CEO of the Springfield-based company Cox Health. Key served Edwards' papers, which he said show that Edwards had committed these crimes against humanity by imposing a vaccine mandate.
0: How did he find him? Like, he found him in a parking lot. That's got to be some, like, psychopathic level of stalking. That's a
2: good question. I guess I don't know, but I assume he just sort of stalked out his place of business and wait till he went home for the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Cox Health, you really need to up your security. If you've got the vaccine police uh, able to corner your CEO in a parking lot, you're really dropping the ball.
2: Christopher Key also went to a Springfield City Council meeting where he threatened the city council members, again, with uh, committing crimes against humanity.
3: You've all trespassed on your oath of office. When the governor mandates this, we, the people, will be coming back here with the sheriff, with the attorney general, and we will be arresting the governor and you also If you do not stand down, because every one of you have violated your oath of office, and we the people will not take this any longer.
2: These incidents were so serious that they were covered by the Washington Post and prompted the American Pharmacists Association to issue a statement.
0: We deplore the intimidation and verbal assaults directed towards pharmacists, pharmacy technicians, and other pharmacy personnel earlier this week at a pharmacy in Springfield, Missouri. The agitators' arguments are clearly absurd and pull attention away from critically needed factual information that our patients and the public... Public deserve.
2: So Christopher Key, he loves getting into confrontations and then filming himself um, in that confrontation. For example, uh, he filmed himself fighting with an airline pilot after he was kicked off a plane for not wearing a mask. Oh,
1: gosh. Plane, right? The the you're,
3: you're the captain of the yes. ship, yes. and you're denying me service on this plane. I'm not right? denying Our company policy is no, but you're denying me access no, I'm not to denied. it. So what's I can what's get what's on, what's the, on the on I can get on the, the plane what's then. What's is that the, is that, that is that is that is that? Can I get on the plane or not? That's what I'm asking. You said I, you're not denying me, because you're denying me, I need to know that, because I need to follow lawsuit against you and this I'm guy, too. The policy is denying okay. you the ability to get on the plane. Okay. So can you head up there right now please? I, I will go up there. you want
0: me to I, get security? No, I'm just saying,
3: I'll go up there, and can I shake your hand? I, I don't believe what you're doing is correct, but I'd like to shake your hand, because okay. I think you're, you're following you're following orders, and in the Nuremberg trial, they followed orders. You know what happened to them, okay. right? Okay. You know what happened to okay. okay. them? Don't, don't push me. Don't push me. Don't put your sure. hand on me. Don't push me. You put okay. your hand on me first. I, I shook your hand you shoot your, your hand, Thank, for thank the you, head. sir. I appreciate that. So these people right here are the ones that are denying me access to fly, guys, because I have an exemption called God, and, and God's law is the only law that applies, that allows me to fly uninhibited, and, and these guys are, are, are
0: disallowing life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, okay? So he's the God police. That those are the laws he's following. Yes, yeah, of yes.
1: course. Live the right. the uh, you know omnipotent cloud ruler uh, that's been written about in you
0: know some books. My favorite part of the Bible is the stuff where he talks about airplanes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, air travel fourteen three. <laughs>
2: In December of 2021, uh, Christopher Key really started going off the rails. On Telegram, he started brandishing weapons, and this included a flamethrower. He posted a video of himself projecting flames from the flamethrower while yelling anti-vax rhetoric.
3: What we're going to do with this right here, guys. All those bioweapons that we have that are not vaccines, they all need to be lined up, and they need to be exterminated. We need to get rid of the bioweapons. That's what we're gonna do with this right here, guys. Get rid of the bioweapons. They're not, I repeat, they're not a vaccine. They're a bioweapon not a pandemic, it is
0: a pandemic. it's crazy the amount of things you need to say as a leftist to like get the fbi at your door and then this guy can be like we're lining up all the vaccinated people and burning them alive and there's just like nothing <laughs> yeah this guy is like in a
1: public park it looks like there are like residential houses you, you, you know a hundred feet away
0: he's got this giant flamethrower where did he even get that did he build it himself that's actually um a flamethrower from elon musk's boring company i believe oh
1: it is one of the elon elon flamethrowers
0: it it wasn't but that'd be very funny
1: Uh, yeah yeah
0: i mean that's the only
1: place that i can think of if i wanted to go buy a flamethrower or something but he's very lucky you know that can go very badly if the fuel spills out or it backfires i mean you know there's a reason there's a reason that uh flamethrowers aren't the the preferred weapon of uh most individuals
0: my idea of america is like not necessarily antithetical with the idea that you can just go out and buy a flamethrower i'm not sure if that's true or not
1: <laughs> you basically can you can order it i guess online can't you buy like rpgs
0: or something i was seen something about that they're, i don't know it depends
1: market. i mean probably in places like arizona or something where the gun laws are really really loose you could you could probably get a couple crazy things I mean, hey. bazooka
2: Chris Key also kept threatening to arrest people. For example, he threatened to arrest the governor of Louisiana, John Bel Edwards, while talking on Clay Clark's podcast.
3: Again, I am the vaccine police. I, I realized 23 years ago there's nobody uh, policing Uh, the vaccine companies, the CDC, the AMA, the FDA. So we, the people, are doing that, and the vaccine police is doing that, and we're doing a very good job, uh, Clay. We have shut down pharmacies. We have shut down boards of education, and we will be arresting the governor of Louisiana on February the 7th if he does not stand down and not vaccinate the children of Louisiana. We will do this legally. We will do this lawfully. We will do this out of love, because right now they're trying to start a civil war, Clay, and they're coming for our children, and we have to stop this and we have to stop this now because again, you guys have have shown everybody that we have the evidence now that proves this is not, I repeat, this is not a vaccine. This is a bioweapon. This is not a pandemic. This is a pandemic, and we have to prove this. We have to show this, and we have to speak up and stand out and show people what is going on, Clay. Who is "we" wow. in this
0: situation?
2: I guess, like the I guess the people, the people <laughs> in the populist imagination,
0: or the other uh, police officers. because yeah, mm-hmm. it's it seems like some of these videos, it's clearly taken as like he wants to go viral mm-hmm. with it. Like it's like, I just need like one viral video, and then the people will rise up and join my police force. Yeah, I also think he. He was
1: wrong about like all three reasons he gave that this was legally lawfully and out of love i i think it's probably not not legal it's not lawful and probably more out of hate uh, I, w- I would imagine
0: but it's god's law that it's lawful you got to consider mm-hmm. that it's important
1: oh yeah that's right sure
0: Around this time, he
2: also upped his branding game. Uh, he got his car wrapped. So he has a vehicle here, a very nice car. I have a picture of it for you. You see it has the vaccine police website URL on it. It also says vaccines kill. It also has a uh, little little graphic of the uh, constitution on it. It's a nice rap job.
0: Do you think he tried yeah. to write this off his taxes? <laughs> mm, well, Probably. wraps
1: can get expensive. I mean, all the printing and the labor. I mean, I got to say this is pretty awesome the car looks sweet yeah Uh, this looks yeah this looks like something um maybe you would drive in uh Twisted Metal or Vigilante 8 uh one of the car combat games uh pretty sweet I like the choice of colors I like the font that he chose I like the sort of you know the the skull and crossbones but with the two needles underneath where the bones are I mean it's pretty cool looking
2: in early 2022, um, his antics started getting him in real serious trouble with the law. So in, in April of the previous year, he was asked to leave a Whole Foods in Alabama for refusing to wear a mask. And when he refused to leave, he was charged with third-degree trespassing. Now, this is a minor charge. It's a ticket, whatever. But when he appeared in court in Jefferson County over the charge, he was arrested for refusing to wear a mask and uh, <laughs> recording with his phone inside the courtroom.
0: Just like like stepping on a ray? and then, like, just consecutively stepping on more and more.
2: (laughs) While in jail, uh, he took the time to call Stu Peters (laughs) and explain, in his own words, what happened.
4: They had agreed to allow me to do Zoom because they understood I had a medical religious exemption. So um, they moved us into a room, and we got everything set up to do Zoom, and then the bailiff came back and said, uh, Christopher, um, she's now saying that you have to wear a mask, um, and if you don't, then, you know, I, I, he said, I don't know what's going to happen. I said, what do you mean? And, and so I started recording my camera again, and the other officer came out and said, you can't be recorded. And I said, look, um, the law clearly states that um, anybody can record, the only person that needs permission is the press. And he said, take that off. And I'm like, no. So he walked back inside and then came back out and said, um, sir, you're being arrested. And I said, for what? He said, you're being arrested. And I said why and he said you're being arrested and They took my camera from me uh, they brought me back in through the um, judges uh, in front of the court and uh, the judge said if you do not put a mask on um, you're going to jail and they said he cannot say anything take him to jail and um, I've got no bond um, I have no idea what has happened I, I don't know um, th- th- there's nothing that says I was in contempt of court or anything. She said, she, what she did say, um, I heard through the door, was that um, because I did not put a mask on, uh, that was failure to appear. So, um, it, th- th- this is crazy, Stu, and I just want everybody to know that um, I'm safe as of right now. I'm not suicidal. I, I-, I love life. I would never kill myself, and I know it's ridiculous for me to have to say that. Uh, But we're over the target, brother, and what we're doing is God's work, helping God's children, and more importantly, um, the people of the world now and we got to stop this.
0: What is his, like, what does he think he's going to do? Like, this is going to go to the Supreme Court. They're going to decide that he was in the right.
2: That's a good question. I don't know what the fuck his end game is because <laughs> it is pretty clear that no amount of like legal consequences or social resistance is making him rethink his stance. In fact, it's causing him to double down. So that over the target thing, mm-hmm. the more people argue with me, the more people, you know, threaten me with prison time, the worse and worse it gets for me. That means actually
1: means the more right I am
0: the more rakes I step on (laughs) etc
1: Yeah. As yeah, see all of
0: these puncture wounds in my forehead.
1: <laughs> that, that lets you know how right I am. You know what's crazy though is this guy's like a little bit of a grab bag. I feel like there's a little bit of sovereign citizen in him. There's a, a little bit of QAnon, there's a little bit of the sort of new age, you know, holistic uh, sort of medical treatments. Um he he really he really personifies, you know, kind of all the ways you know a modern person can be pilled. He
0: really is just America. Right now, he's history on horseback, the world spirit. <laughs> he is the vaccine police.
2: He actually he has actually also claimed that he doesn't need a driver's license in order to operate a car. And this is uh, something he, he got from sovereign citizen beliefs. Mm-hmm. While his anti-government rhetoric was getting more extreme, his medical quackery was also getting more extreme. He started recommending that people engage in what he called urine therapy, which is, of course, drinking your own piss. He pitched this idea to a room full of supporters while wearing a shirt that has a picture of Nikola Tesla's face on it. And uh, what I really like about his pitch is the uh, stunned silence that came after he revealed the recommendation.
3: And I've been practicing this for 20 years and um, everybody's always said I'm cray cray and I am, but I'm crazy like a fox, okay? (laughs) And guys, when I tell you this, please, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but go do the research, okay? Because this is going to just be like, there's no way. But The antidote, and I'm going to kill my credibility. But what credibility do I have anyway? So, hey. Um, The antidote that we've seen now, and we have tons and tons of research, is urine therapy. Okay? And I know to a lot of you, a lot of you, this sounds crazy. But guys, God's given us everything we need. Okay? Mm
1: -hmm. God has given you everything, including your own urine. (laughs) a gift from god but only when it's but only when it's light yellow okay <laughs> when it's like kind of like amber and
0: dark that's a gift from the devil do you think this is like a sublimation of something sexual like why would you go to your drinking urine where's the motivation here
2: i don't i could <laughs> not begin to understand how he came to this conclusion i also thought that the the grain of salt line was funny yeah. much like the high salt content of his own urine <laughs>
1: yeah I mean, do did all of these guys just watch like Waterworld like back in the '90s <laughs> and saw Kevin Costner drinking his own piss, and that's where the idea came from I wouldn't be surprised.
2: I wonder all these guys they basically think movies are real, you know, and the more fantastical mm-hmm. the movie, the more of a secret truth it's revealing what maybe maybe Kevin Costner has a lot to answer for.
1: I'd like to get him on the show and ask him about that scene and every other scene in Waterworld <laughs> <Okay.
2: laughs> Now, in fairness to Christopher Key, he emphasized that he's not actually claiming to give medical advice as a doctor.
3: I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not telling anybody to drink their own urine, but I drink my own urine. I've done, drink my own urine for the last 23 years and I'm still alive and I drink bleach. Not bleach, I drink
1: chlorine dioxide. But uh, (laughs) but anyway. Oh yeah. I don't know. This guy's full of energy. He's got a full head
0: head of hair. He seems happy. I don't know.
2: Maybe it's the decades of piss drinking.
0: (laughs) I've been having energy problems recently and I think it might be anemia. Maybe. <laughs> I should pick this. this guy seems to have more energy than I do. Yeah.
2: Now, Christopher Key's antics are apparently too out there for even some far-right and anti-vaccine activists. In April of last year, uh, he attempted to enter the Take Action for Freedom Tour in Florida. So this event featured uh, big-name anti-vaxxers like Robert Malone and Peter McCullough, but the organizers of that event weren't happy with his presence, so they reported him to the police as a trespasser. (laughs) He refused police requests to leave the property and was again arrested.
0: He's just having to do, like, sovereign citizen stuff everywhere he goes even even in like anti-vax yeah. places you would think if i was okay
1: if i don't let's say i did my own research right and i you know uh, happened upon a sovereign citizen community and got pilled on it and the next time i got you know pulled over to traffic stop or whatever i used my sovereign citizen skills and i ended up in jail you know what i would be like well that shit didn't work all right i gotta like move on to the next thing like that clearly didn't work i'm in jail i've this guy's now been arrested twice. You got to wonder, it's like, but I said the magic code word to like not get arrested. And yet here I am in the j- you know, in the jail appearing before a judge. You know, I, what has to happen in somebody's brain where they go like, well, it's the law that's wrong. It's not like my sovereign citizen beliefs. Like those are definitely real and true. It's this, uh, you know, these fascist oppressors uh, instead. Not saying that the police uh, aren't fascist oppressors, but you, you guys know what I mean.
2: So I mean I don't know I think it's I think it's just like you know American tenacity like if you if you give it your all and you try it doesn't work what the fuck are you gonna do give up like a little bitch no you just double down and keep going
0: he's a contrarian in his heart yeah. fundamentally they should have never given us the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> Now, of course, like,
2: I mean, he's so extreme. He's like, he's being rejected from, like, I guess, more conventional anti-vaxxers who are already fringe. And uh, he's like getting arrested. And so what does he do? But he gets even more extreme. So what he does is that he starts pushing med beds. You no know, med beds. This is basically the Elysium bullshit. This this idea mm-hmm. that there are these pods that you could you know, s- s- lie in and it just heals you with like super advanced technology,
1: particle beams, dude. It's what all the guys have been trying for years. Is they finally, you know, that's finally perfected it.
2: So he pushed these MedBeds on Sue Peter's show, which apparently his is his last ally.
3: So, so are these med beds real? Steve, th- this technology is beyond real. And we have access to it, and we just brought it to Boynton, Florida. And you can see it right behind me, brother. And the things that are happening with this bed is unbelievable.
2: Perhaps more painful than the rejection from uh, other anti-vaxxers is his rejection from Trump himself. Mm-hmm. So recently at Mar-a-Lago, there was an auction to have dinner with Trump and Trump Jr. And uh, this was an auction that Christopher Key won. So he was very excited. He, uh, he actually said that this was an opportunity to ask Trump some some tough questions Mm. like why exactly he's so supportive of vaccine uh what was the deal with like operation warp speed
3: they had an auction to have dinner with don junior when his father will be in town so you get to be with both of them and the vaccine police was able to win that auction so what my plan is guys on april 29th is when I will be breaking my fast. And my plan is to have dinner at Mar Largo with Don Jr. and his father and ask him the questions that are really concerning to me.
0: I think Trump deserves to have to talk to guys like this forever. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, man. If you're going to like fleece
2: these people, at least you're going to have to listen to them. At least that's a small semblance of justice.
1: Yeah. Don Jr. is like, Dad, okay, we've got uh, Chris from, what does it say here? The Vaccine Police. Oh, God. And Trump's like, oh, my God. Vaccine Police. Oh, my God. How long do we have? (laughs) He's like how long is the dinner supposed to be? And they're like, uh, oh, I don't know why. I think we guaranteed him an hour at least. He's like, oh, God, all right. <laughs> okay. How did he win? Did he pay just like an exorbitant amount of money? Because I noticed he, they didn't say lottery. They said auction, which means that in in my understanding that whoever pays the most uh, wins the auction.
2: Yeah, good point. I don't know where the hell he's getting his money because he is, I mean, it might be just uh, his anti-vaccine followers, you know, or just uh, pumping cash to him.
0: Right,
1: right, right. Or he's he's selling a lot of deer antler spray
0: maybe he's raised money to like hold trump accountable for warp speed
1: Mm. it's interesting that he doesn't say donald trump's name in that video or he doesn't refer to him as the president or the former president less likely but you know he doesn't he he only says don jr and his father so i'm gonna be with his father
0: (laughs) that's a really funny way of referring to trump is don jr's dad that is really funny (laughs) Now, however, uh, this dinner
2: didn't happen. Apparently Trump or someone in the Trump org realized who Christopher Key was (laughs) and uh, they didn't want to deal with his bullshit. So Trump's, they they returned his money and Christopher Key explained how he was canceled by Donald Trump in a video he filmed while he was walking down the beach. And that explains why there is the roar of waves in the background.
3: I got some bad news last night where I've been told that Donald junior trump and president trump has canceled me they have canceled the vaccine police they are returning my check for my donation that i won in the auction and i will not be breaking my fast on the 29th at mar lago with don jr and the president i will not be doing that why i believe they did the research and they realized who I was, and they realized that I would ask the tough questions. I would not be the talking parrot from the Telelife vision. But I would be asking President Trump why he is continuing to push this bioweapon because it will kill billions of people. I would be asking him why he's allowed for this pedophilia to go around. Why has he allowed them? To continue to poison our water, our food, our supplements, our air. Why? Why? Because he is nothing but a puppeteer. Hey guys, that's what you have to understand. These presidents, these people in power, they're not elected by we the people. They are put in power because they took an oath, I believe, to say. Every single one of them. That's what I believe.
2: That video was published um, just a couple weeks ago, and that's basically where Christopher Key is right now. He is a man more or less on his own. He's too fringe for the anti-vax community. He's too toxic for Trump. He's just left walking down the Florida beach, getting sunburned, starved because he's fasting, complaining to a small number of cult-like followers on Telegram about how he's been canceled by the Satan-worshipping Trump. And um, I don't know what's going to happen next because, like I said, he's very alienated. He's very desperate. Mm. He is, uh, again, he's shown the will to get more and more and more extreme regardless of how much it costs him so uh yeah interesting yeah. to see what happens next
1: if he uh if he really wanted to meet the president or the former president. And he probably shouldn't have gotten arrested twice. I think that they probably look that stuff yeah. up. They go, they go they okay, let's see, the vaccine check. police, yeah. this is already sus. Um, let's see, what do we know about this guy? They go, mm, arrested twice for trespassing. <laughs> uh, failure to appear, oof. Uh, yeah, we probably don't want this guy. He's not going to, he's not, he's going to ask you, you know, some crazy shit. But, so we know he paid for it. We know he paid. They said, he said, uh, they returned my check.
0: Yeah. I'm sure he said some weird stuff about Trump before that they've picked up on maybe. Or is he like coming sure. out now and saying that he thinks Trump is like aligned with Satan? Like he can finally come out and say it.
2: I think it's like he he, he has like obviously he's complained. This is often a, a complaint of anti-vaxxers, Trump support for vaccines. So he's voiced that before. But as far as I'm aware, this is the first time he's come out and said that actually Trump signed a pact with Satan, which <laughs> is a pretty extreme um, and a sort of weird thing for someone on the far right to say
0: i guess like all his politics is just like the people who push back against me are bad and like now trump is literally directly <laughs> pushing back against you so he must be yeah. saying
1: well yeah and if you're a hardliner no vaccine you know and somebody is uh isn't also a hardliner no vac i mean it, this is what this guy's been pushing for like 20 years like what he's gonna like compromise his true values because of some asshole like donald trump no way no how he doesn't care what, what's fascinating though though is is that he's calling into Stu Peters I mean he is using qAnon language that positions Trump as as the ultimate hero and it's like he it's weird it's it's weird to see somebody that is you know embracing you know many other aspects of qAnon but not Donald Trump which is who's you know a totally central figure uh to the conspiracy
0: yeah maybe it's like he's been like on anti-vax stuff by himself for so long he's like I don't need this new wave I'll be, I'll be yeah. here in 20 years when uh, no one cares about, but this, again, uh, God willing, yeah. I was there 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling this is not the last that we'll see of Christopher Keys. His uh, outspokenness and his willingness to get arrested, I'm, I'm sure will bring him into our own airspace again in the future. But I, I wish him well. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe for $5 a month to get a whole second episode every single week. Uh, there's two other series as well that you'll get access to. Um, and if you're already a subscriber, thank you so much. It helps us stay advertising free and editorially independent. For everything else, we have a website, QAnonAnonymous.com.
2: Listener, until next week, may the deep piss bless you and keep you.
0: It's not a conspiracy, yeah, it's fact. And now, today's
3: auto cue. Everybody is living with pain. Everybody has so much pain in their body and whatnot. This is a little chip that you can take and you can put anywhere on your body you have pain. This little chip is a hologram where we're able to store information into the hologram and then we put it in the energy field, it resonates. And when I took this to my professors at Alabama, many years ago, and they did the clinical study on They're like, Christopher, how in the world is this doing this? It's nothing but a sticker. Guys, it's not just a sticker. It it is energy, it is frequency. Everything is frequency, everything is energy. Okay?